0: Rads, touch the sky Not touch this guy Although that sounds fun also now Speaking of which, Lance Hart's going to be on our show On Friday You're here Friday, right? Yes Lance is an interesting cat I was talking to him about About him with a friend of mine Who knows us both she maintains what i maintain he's just gay for pay
1: i mean okay we talk about the kinsey scale right you are as far to one side of the kinsey scale if you can
0: i don't know about all this he's just gay for pay like he's a he's a porn star and he does uh regular stuff and he does stuff with he did stuff with bailey j and then he does stuff with dudes i mean if you can that was a little excessive. Probably too, too, you, too many gags. You
1: are gay. Or at least <laughs> See, have but, homosexual tendencies. But
0: these are outdated uh terminology, because what is gay anymore? Gay is the act of To know, some. To me, gay is you're you're in relationships with dudes. Like to me, gay is like when you go looking for for a relationship, when you're out on a night to prowl, when you're like, I'm gonna hook up tonight, you go. I'm looking for dudes.
1: Yeah, but there are there is a certain type of man out there who probably wouldn't be able to live their life being gay for pay because they're not gay enough.
0: Oh sure, he's, ju- he's obviously more gay than most. If we're if we're throwing the term gay around like it means something, yes, he is he is technically <laughs> more gay than someone who would never in a million years think of being with a dude like someone who's a one on the Kinsey scale. Right. Right. Well, there's. But-
2: Seven million careers he could have, and he electively chose this one—the one
0: that involves him. You Look, know. I mean, he's obviously more open-minded than most, and and we'll—I'll save these questions for him because he can answer them a lot better than I can. Uh, but uh, but yeah, he he makes his living off of that, and um, I could I couldn't do it. You probably couldn't do it. I'm sure he makes good money doing it. I'd give it a try, but uh, you know, he'll be here to answer all and uh, more questions. This Friday, as uh, Lance Hart joins us in the studio,
1: is he married? Supposedly,
0: I think so. He's with to a super hot lady in porn. Yeah, to a woman. Yeah, yeah. And she's she's gorgeous, and uh, and he's he's just gay for pay. Does he do it all? Um, I haven't watched his stuff, so I would not know. Okay,
1: I'm not. Sh- I wasn't sure how familiar with his work you were,
0: but yes, very. Uh, he uh, yeah, he does it all. He does that. yeah, in he, the, uh, yeah, in the Beth- yeah, everything. Yeah, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: huh. Well, good for him.
0: 727-579-1025 And 800-771-1025 Sometimes you need to see Someone else Expressing similar viewpoints As you To realize how bad you sound Making those viewpoints In other words I didn't realize How condescending and uh, And how much of a jerk I can come off To people who are believers In God Until I saw this clip from Family Guy, with the headline, Fox's Family Guy Calls Religious Believers Stupid People and Idiots. Now, I think we should all be a little, if not a lot more tolerant when it comes to politics and when it comes to religion. In other words, if you believe, I think you should be tolerant of those who do not, and if you do not, you should be tolerant of those who do. No one's right everyone's wrong and everyone has their version of why we're here. None of them are any better than the other ones. And whether it's a secular or non-secular person who looks down on the other type of people, I find it distasteful. And this clip from Family Guy made me realize, A, Seth MacFarlane's probably a douchey prick. And B, I I can speak a lot more tolerantly to and about those who would call themselves followers of and believers in Christ and God. Here's from a Family Guy. I think it's maybe last night's episode.
2: Ah, oh, good riddance, Christian family camp. Totally. I will say, though, it seemed like Chris enjoyed himself there. Well, Meg, you know Chris is a little bit dumb, and I know you're not particularly popular or beautiful, but you do have a head on your shoulders. So religion isn't going to be for people like you and me. It's basically for stupid people like Chris. So to summarize, religion for you and me? No good. But for idiots like Chris, perfect. What are you guys talking about? How handsome you are. (laughs) Really? Swear to God. You're a monster. (laughs)
0: That's pretty
1: rough.
2: That's intense.
1: Yeah, they do. I'm always... I'm always surprised when I watch an episode of that like the seriously mean-spirited undertones that can exist in that show.
2: Well, doesn't this air on like TBS? A- uh Fox. Fox, yeah, so a-
1: even worse, mainstream yeah. uh, you know, network television. That's
2: a 10-year-old turning on the TV and being able to like watch that and then reiterate it the next day at school. I don't I don't agree with any of this.
0: Yeah, I'm not a uh, I'm not offended by it as much as I am alarmed that probably people would lump me into the same category. And and that's what inspired me to maybe find a different way to express the fact that I'm open to the fact that we're all wrong or that one group is right and that there is not necessarily an old bearded man in the sky, but there is at least something that put all of this in motion because we're all damn people. Like there is something that unites us all as humanity. I don't know what that is. Genes, chromosomes, blood, DNA, whatever. Spirit. Love. Or sp- spirit, a spirit of love. Sure. All of those things could be very possible, but we just don't need to be dicks to each other. And I don't like atheists being dicks to believers any more than I like Bible thumpers being dicks to those who do not believe
2: it's respect and tolerance and yeah. you and I have a have had a great friendship for the past five years and you've always been open to me talking about that I'm a devout Christian and what I believe in but I also love and respect and tolerate everybody else's beliefs
0: yeah I am I've always had Christian friends and the only thing that really separates me from them uh is the fact that they have what I do not have which is faith like they they can surrender every ounce of cynicism and disbelief that they have and just throw their faith into a higher power and therefore have a relationship with with Jesus Christ for me I know that ain't me not yet probably never will be yeah i uh it's weird for me because i want that
1: like there's there's a place like you're at a place kind of where you're like that's not me and i'm more at a place where i've always thought i want that to me be mm. me and there's been probably three or four you know points in my life where I went to church and I went to God to look for something. And it's usually in times of need or feeling like when I'm lost and I want to feel like I'm getting a message or a purpose from something. And And even when I've bought into it at my utmost point, I still felt like, much like you, I just didn't have that faith, which is Believing in something that's not necessarily going to do something for you. I always feel like I need some sort of tangible proof, like flick the light off and on, right. uh, You know, send a crow to land on my shoulder, whatever it may be. Um, finding that faith is uh, obviously easier said than done.
0: Yeah, and I I don't know that you're ever going to get that tangible thing, and maybe that's what it takes for you is realizing, okay, I'm never going to see it yeah. happen, so I have to find it within <laughs> me to surrender to it.
1: Right, and that ultimately, I believe in a higher power. Right. I just don't know... You know, I'd like to believe, I know what I'd like to believe. I would like to believe that, uh, you know, there's a God, but but I, I, you know, it hasn't been proven to me.
0: I'd like to believe that as well. However, I see enough happening in the world that we're in right now to where I'm I'm not going to get there at this point in time. Not not when I was younger, probably not when I'm older either, Um, but just from my perspective, sure, there's there's something that brought life to this planet, obviously something had to to put it all in motion. But well, you don't know and I don't know and your version of it, no worse than my version of it and my version of it, no better than that guy's version of it. Unless it's a spaghetti monster, which we all know it's not. Uh, Cliff, what's up? Welcome. Actually, we don't know that at all. In fact, maybe the <laughs> Pastafarians have it right. What's up, Cliff? Hey, Drew. How are you guys doing today? Good, man. Thank you. D- diving into deep end in already, I see. Well, so, you know, um, it's Monday. Might as well kick out the dust from the <laughs> right? head and get into some deep stuff, you know. Yeah.
3: Well, and that's what I saw, Mike is I, the reason I listen to you is because I don't agree with everything you say, Perfect. because I don't want that 100% slanted to whichever leaning, you know, and, and I am a Christian, and I do believe and there's things that have happened in my life that have happened to me, and all I can do is tell my story to somebody. Right. I'm not going to force feed them. Like I said, I am a Christian. I hate Bible thumpers. The only way, if you're going after somebody in a mean, angry way, what kind of response do you think you're going to get? You're going to get a mean, angry response. You're never going to get anybody coming your direction.
0: No, that's you're what right what I love
3: about Micah, for instance. Yeah, the fire and brimstone so crowd.
0: The fire and brimstone yes. crowd. They're they're not going to convert anybody because you're just going to no. be turned off by their rhetoric.
3: You have a few, a small percentage are probably going to be you know quote unquote scared into it. But do you really want somebody who's scared into whatever your belief is? Because that's not.
0: You know, it's interesting gonna, you say that, my man, because like. I've always found that fear of God thing to be very interesting. Like why would God yeah. be so insecure? Like you you created everything. You put the universe in motion. You gave your son up allegedly because you love yeah. him, you love people so much, but you're so insecure that you need people being afraid of you? Like that I'm yeah. not I'm not here I to think, tell God how to God, right. but but that's Absolutely. no way to motivate your people. Like give them the strength well, to do what they want to do.
3: Right. I think fear is more the respect fear so i mean i think we get into the little kind of semantics sometimes rather than be afraid of me fear right so but the wrong people run with it the wrong way and this can be said about you know buddhism islam i mean whatever yeah people have chosen to follow you're going to have but extremists always, anywhere right everywhere yep. but i've always i've always told my kids and i was raised this way question everything yep. respectfully yeah respectfully question everything but at the same time i've also told my son who's actually going into the ministry and into uh he wants to go all over the world, wherever you know he feels he's being sent. But I always told him, I said, out of 100 people, 99 are going to read you. Only one's going to read the Bible. So no matter what you're doing, you lead by example.
0: There you go. It's a good thing to tell your son, man. Keep it up. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and 800 Above and beyond everything, I feel like we could all be a little bit more respectful towards each other and nice people.
2: Yeah, and I agree with what he said in regards to like fear of God is actually – for me, it's awe. It's right. not, It's not. I'm, I'm afraid of what God's going to do to me. It's sure. like, you're so immense. Like there's a verse in the Bible that says, be still and know that I am God. And that's where faith comes in. And you just let him carry you. Obviously, you have to put actions and intentions into what you're doing. But it's knowing that that higher power is working with you.
0: Yeah, and I think he'd be okay with you being in awe of him. And I can't speak for God, of course, but I, but I I don't want to think that there's a God who's like, you must all fear me more. Yeah, we'll strike
2: you down. Right,
0: Drew Alive, hello. Who are you? Hey, this is Eric. Oh, what's up, dude? What's up, man? Hey, I just want to say Seth MacFarlane mm. thinks that Christians are stupid. Yep. Christians think that Seth MacFarlane is going to burn in hell for eternity. That's true. And he's the bad guy. Well, I don't know. I mean, there's no bad guy. There's no good guy by by their book. If you blaspheme, yeah, he's he's going to go to hell. Like they're they have yeah, they, they have they have as much right to believe that as Seth MacFarlane does to mock religion. You know.
4: Well, exactly. But we're not talking about the fact that the Christians all think that. Seth McFarland's going to burn in hell, for returning. And how terrible that is! We're but well, about the fact the big, that he said that they're dumb. But of course, they are dumb for believing that. I mean, that's, that's
0: ridiculous. Well, but who are you to say that? Like, how old are you? I'm 35. Okay, you I'm sound old, like a you sound like a younger guy. Who, as, that's why I would excuse it if you had that outlook if you were a younger guy and you didn't take your head out of your ass yet. But at 35, you should have figured out the world enough to know that there are people who are inc- incredibly intelligent, scientists even, who have no rational proof of God, who see the universe and the cosmos and know everything has its purpose and they know physics and everything, yet they still believe in God. Those people are smarter than you and they're smarter than me and they still choose to believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you retort us right. to say yeah, yeah, yeah a couple of times when yeah. you just try to crap on every Christian. Like, are are you trying no, I'm not to be a
3: crapping on every Christian? I'm saying, like, to say somebody's stupid or to say somebody's going
4: to burn for eternity are not like. It, it, to say one is okay to think and one is not okay to my, think, my
0: dude. Nobody's saying anything isn't okay to think. You're the only one trying to draw this parallel between him burning in 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 damnation and what he did on his television show. No one said he was gonna burn in hell. You're interjecting that into the conversation. You're
4: doing a whole segment on on the fact that people are offended that he said that they're. No, dumb. I'm not. No, see,
0: see, here's a problem. Here's a problem. You're an ignorant human being. That's not a, That's not at all what we're doing this segment on. I realized through his toxic words how non-believers can be condescending and a-holes toward those who believe. And as a non-believer myself, I'm challenging myself to find better language and a better attitude towards those who believe. That's the bigger picture. But of course, a moron nudnik like you, you get on the phone and go, oh, you're talking about how it's not okay and blah, blah, blah. It's not okay for me, and I don't want to come off as much of a jerk like Todd McFarlane and as much of an a-hole, no offense, like you.
4: All right, you got me. Thanks, true. We're we're on the same page. No, I'm we're not. There. No, we, are, say, not, we yeah, are not. We are not. We are not on the we, same page, we, dude. We, I am ripping the, the paper. For-
0: no, here's the problem. I don't want to be on your page cuz your page is a crappy page. Your page is a toxic page and a short-sighted, pig-headed, obstinate, condescending prick page. You stop being such a dickhead and I'll be on your page, but I'm not your spokesperson cuz I want to be a better person than you do. You're quite comfortable sucking
4: You're you're, you're not my spokesperson But I would rather somebody tell me that I'm stupid Than somebody tell me that I'm going to burn in hell for eternity And we give one a pass Because some goat
1: herders Nobody's giving anybody
0: a pass God, you are so dumb You're
1: off my page Oh man, he's pushing you into the arms of the Lord, Drew I now believe Thanks a lot, guy
2: I answered the phone and he goes I just want to say you're stupid And I was like, okay Perfect That's what I walk around My MO is to go condemn people No, not really I don't judge you
0: Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. At least they'll burn in hell. Just kidding. There's no hell. Drew Grab Alive, Hello, who are you? Hey, how are you? Can you hear me? What? All right.
3: Yeah, I just wanted to call and let you know. Uh, you know, I just found faith uh, pretty recently. Where and, was it? I was always because in- a lot
0: of people are looking for it out there. If you could just tell us where you found it, <laughs> corner Fourth and Broadway. Like, where did you locate faith?
3: Well, I just—I mean, you know, metaphorically is what I mean. But oh. I just had started right, uh, following God and getting into the word, but something my dad said to me that, you know, made me kind of, my head switch was, you know, do I believe in God? And he's like, well, you know, a lot of people say, and he's like, well, do you love your mother? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, prove it. You know, how can you
0: oh, prove that? So you banged her and that's when you <laughs> no, found God if
3: you lo- if in you the love vagina someone. of your mother. <laughs> if you love somebody, regardless, it how do you, how do you prove that? You can show it by Doing things for them, but how do you prove it? By there's no Adam, them. There's no physical thing that you could you could really do to, to prove that. But that that's my point. I, I appreciate right. taking the call,
0: guys. Thank, thank you, man. Appreciate that. Very weird way to go. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. Enough has happened to me in my life to where I feel, you know, when Todd said what he did about a guardian angel or, or something looking out for him. Right. I kind of feel that way. I feel like I'm in this position because something that I have a greater purpose is it chance is it serendipity I have no idea but my son not getting cancer at seven months old instead of that tumor being benign like so many other kids me getting back into radio after being out of radio me getting into radio in the first place didn't happen because of hard work I didn't I didn't work in radio I was discovered I was put here by what that guy's mom Jeanette what's up welcome to Drew Garabo's live how are you
3: Oh my God! Thank you for bringing this up, and thank you for your point of view. is so refreshing. Let oh, me tell you, sure, yeah, I love it. Thank you. Um, it's true. You know, the um, sometimes it, there's negativity on both ends, but the fact that you're saying you're just bringing this up and talking about it, it allows other people to reconsider their approach. Listen, I'm Christian and I don't always get it right and I don't push my beliefs on anyone, but there are some Christians who do and then they give other people like uh bad taste in their mouth about it. They're like, Oh, I don't want nothing to do with that and it's all about their approach and not everybody is on the path to be trying to convert people. It's not about converting people, it's personal. So leave it alone. Don't don't try to attack people on both ends. If you don't believe hey, that's your right. And if you do believe, that's fine, but we shouldn't be fighting over it. So this is so refreshing. Thank
0: you. I love it.
3: I love your work. Your take on it. Thank you so and much. It's awesome. Oh,
0: you're awesome. Thank you. No, I, I just want to promote whatever I can when it comes to understanding each other and maybe being being like 25 percent less of a dick to each other. And whether it's uh, whether it's religion or politics or whatever, we can discuss stuff without tearing each other's throat out. And if you believe, awesome. I think that's great. I hope it brings you the comfort that it brings my very good friends who also believe. But I would also hope that you would allow for the fact that me, when I look at this world around us, it's very difficult for me to get to a place of faith and while i indeed respect those who do that's just not me but we can all talk about it we can all learn from each other and the most important part we can treat each other like human beings thanks Jeanette.
3: 100 yes hell thank yeah you.
0: thank you 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025 nate what's up welcome to drew grabo live hello hello this is nate hi nate drew here was a ghost. Yeah, I thought I,
1: I, I heard I thought it was a same yeah. thing. Did he say hi? It? I heard him go. Did, yes. Did you say hi? I just wanted to. I don't think
3: he said. I that. did. I did. Okay. Uh, sure. yeah, liar. I just wanted to say. I just want to say, um, Seth MacFarlane. He actually is just a voice actor now. On his show, he primarily does his creative work on his other TV show, The Orville. So. Yeah, I can't really fault him necessarily for Seth MacFarlane quote I do
0: not believe in God, I'm an atheist I consider myself a critical thinker and it fascinates me that in the 21st century most people still believe in as George Carlin puts it the invisible man in the sky so yeah I would say uh, this is definitely his DNA through this
3: it's in his wheelhouse for sure, but there we go. I can't necessarily credit him directly with that. But I, I understand. Well, at least you're focusing they, on the at least the you're point. focusing
0: on the very important part of this discussion because that's why I wanted it to center around is are these the words of Seth McFarland or not? So thank you very much. I appreciate you underscoring the relevance of that in this discussion.
4: <laughs> thank you. Thank
0: you. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. True Grab Alive, Who are you? <laughs> Hello. Oh, see, goes back. Is this Mike? Yes, this is. How you doing, pal? Good. Um, I just wanted to say that it sounds like over the years,
4: Seth MacFarlane's delivered a lot of religious jokes, and most of them have been very funny, but it sounds like they're starting to whack or the show's starting to lose its quality a little bit. Mm. So I, I think that maybe he just needs to give it up. Maybe he needs to work on his other shows and be more creative. All
0: right. I'm done. I'm done. You just can't have a mean. You, you get you have a, you get a meaningful conversation going. You get two, three really good calls, and then you get people who want to focus on Seth MacFarlane. Yeah,
1: but have you seen or heard any of the political messages that they're spitting out over on American Dad? Because um, I think maybe you're just getting the message of Seth MacFarlane misunderstood.
0: That show never worked for me. I watched like the first season, maybe the first couple of episodes, and for some reason that show never worked for me. Family Guy really after the first. They came out with the DVDs, I remember, after the show was canceled the first yeah. time. And those DVDs I thought were really funny, but I watched it too much, and then I never picked it back up again.
1: Yeah, that's when it was peaking, was when it wasn't on, I think. I think it peaked when the show was no longer on TV. I totally
0: agree. When it When it got canceled after season two or three, before they brought it back, that was the high point of Family Guy. Everything since then? Hey, Brian, you got another witty remark for me? Well, Peter, I'm a talking dog. <laughs> Drew Grable Live, hello, who are you? pretty good thanks <laughs> Actually, Drew, I am Kenny hey Kenny how are you sir how are you I'm doing fantastic I hope the rest of the crew is doing well as well let's ask uh, how you guys um, doing you good fantastic you good no okay
4: come on that's a good thing though I hope you're. Uh, I hope it gets better there John um, what exactly is a critical thinker I mean uh-huh. I guess it's a stupid question
0: well, I mean, I don't know. I think a critical thinker is one who looks at uh, data as opposed to emotion maybe and uh, and makes decisions based out of logic than whimsy. I, that's just my armchair definition.
4: Right. And I always try to define that myself, and I never really can get a, a grasp on it. I guess that's my small brain. But, you know, as a young man, I always thought, you know, you, you're dead you go in the ground, you turn to dust, you're gone, and everything's kind of happened. I was a member of Fellowship of Christian Athletes, everything, and kind of come to the realization that I look around and I see what happens in life as to uh, the creation of life and the creation of everything. And I try to wonder myself, is this actually just an accident? Is everything that happens, does a bird do this to a bee, uh, birds and bees as far as, uh, Pollination and all the things that happen in life and and I kind of come to the realization critically thinking that that's uh it's not necessarily something that can happen just by an accident I and get that there that. has to be a design, and that's what kind of leads me to my faith is uh I kind of feel that like there is a design that there's there's a reason for things to happen, and you bring it up your son and your family and your career is just kind of another way to say how blessed and how lucky we are as people. To get some of the things that we do get in life.
0: Sure, we do, but and and here's where I struggle uh with thinking that there's a reason behind everything is that people who are way better people than I am get the get a crap hand. They they have a kid who's got cancer. They lose relatives like that. And there are those who can surrender and say that's God's plan, and that's great. If that brings them peace. That brings me no peace. I I get no peace out of the fact that I get to live this life where my son doesn't have cancer and I get a I get to work a kick ass job and other people have to bust their hump for for you know a fraction of the money at a job that means ten times more and they get a bad diagnosis. So, you know, I, I don't get it. I don't understand any of it. When we die, do we turn into energy? Are we worm food? Do we stop dreaming? Are we just the dream of a Saint Bernard right now? We're never going to know, but we're supposed to enjoy ourselves while we're here. And if, if it enjoy, if it brings you fulfillment to, to surrender it to God, awesome. Someone who does not yeah, believe sir. has no right to crap all over that, just like someone who believes has no right to tell me I'm wrong because I, I don't think that there's anything. We're all right and we're all wrong. Absolutely. be yeah. kind
4: to your fellow human being, and that's a, a positive any way you look at it. That's Nobody it. can say we're wrong for
0: that. Right on, dude. Thank you. And that is the bottom line. Treat people like you would want to be treated.
2: Not only that, sometimes I don't think it's how you want to be treated. Treat people how they want to be treated, too. Like, figuring out what that means to somebody. Like, how you operate and what your love language is is completely different than mine.
0: That's true. And so you me- know what my love language is. What is it? Oh, you No, you don't. I was just telling John. Oh, yeah,
1: okay. oh, yeah. The butt. Oh.
0: That's not my love language at all.
1: Oh. That's yeah, how, how I I communicate
0: with him. That's, that's my Got love it. language. Oh, yeah. But go on about your love language.
2: Well... Mine is, I just like verbal communication. And as far as my favorite, one of my favorite aspects of Christianity and growing up super religious was that it was always emphasized that every single person is here for a purpose. Mm. And so I discovered my purpose younger in life and my purpose is to help other people find theirs. And so one of my favorite books is The Alchemist and The Alchemist is all about never losing hope and trusting that the universe is going to conspire for you to live out that purpose and leave your legacy behind. So hmm. if anybody's not read that book, I highly recommend it.
0: The Alchemist, also a really good beat maker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Action yeah, yeah. Bronson, and uh, has worked with Eminem before. Very, very <laughs> talented. Smokes hella weed. Drew Grub Alive, hello, who are you? Same guy. Probably right. wrote the book. This is God. This is God here, and I'll answer any questions you want. Okay, got Drew Graba Live, go ahead. Hello? Hi, what's up? My name is Mimi. Uh, I
3: just think it's about a
4: mutual respect. One another sure. and agreeing to disagree. What works for one person may not work for another, but as long as we respect the fact that the other person finds it comforting in some way and we find what we believe in comforting, I think we sh- we could all get along quite well without judgment of the other individual.
0: 100% in agreement with you. Are you a grandma by any chance? I'm looking for a grandma I to make out grandma. with. I'm the grandma from last week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and his She was Grandma Zero. Oh, that's so great. Thank you so much. It was great to hear from you again. I don't think she wanted to make out. 727 <laughs> John, what are you, fired up in those joints? Well, we have a
1: theory that the uh, the animals are actually starting to uprise and take out the humans one by that's one. That's not a
0: theory. That's facts. Well,
1: you're damn right it is, and I'll tell you why next.
0: So another animal is rising up and taking out people mm-hmm. one by one, mm-hmm. and you're going to tell me which one next. Hmm. 61% of people with credit card debt are willing to get in deeper for the holidays. I read that in a news story this morning and I copied and pasted and emailed it to myself. Why would you do that to yourself? The holidays bring out the best in people and they bring out the worst and they always tend to make consumers go into debt. So if you're one of these people who holds a lot of credit card debt, what you need to do is get with Achiva Credit Union and consolidate. You can get an intro rate of 2.2% with no transfer fee, and the offer is good until January 2021. Take all that credit card debt and bring it over to Achieva and start hacking it down. The average household holds $8,500, that's $8,500, in credit card debt, and most people are paying 20% in interest, which leads in part to you never paying off the principal. Transfer all your balances to Achieva. Consolidating is a no-brainer. Black Friday is coming. Retail season is coming. So if you need a card, this is a great time to do it. And you can have plenty of time at a low rate to pay it off. I can speak with authority to Achieva Credit Union's dedication to customer service, and they back up their word because I've been a member for about seven years now. You get up to 1.5% cash back on everything, ID theft protection, chip, mobile pay, low monthly payments, all that good stuff, and you just need to go to AchievaCU.com. That is A-C-H-I-E-V-A-C-U.com for Achieva.com. Credit Union. Following the January 2021 billing cycle, your standard APR for purchases, balance transfers, and cash advances will range from 9.9 to 17.9% based upon creditworthiness. Certain restrictions may apply. Achieva is federally insured by the NCUA. This is the
1: story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.